Welcome to the Higher Energy Superpower. This is episode 36 of the Turbo Duo Cast. I, I am your host, Salvatore Mata, and to my left is my brother from another game show lover. He is the oral assassin. He puts the ass in classic gaming. It's Trenton E. Wright, the third Esquire. Esquire. Ba, ba, ba. enough and returning i say returning but yeah he's just a regular podcast member it is turbo duo and a half it is salvatore thomas frog superstar salvatore thomas mata welcome aboard yeah choo choo how we doing boys good how we feeling it's a new year it's 2023 new opportunities and uh there's always new opportunities we're really excited about 2023, but uh, not excited enough to not review. <laughs> not excited That's enough to not. That's a lot of nuts. That's a lot of nuts. You better not say that again. <laughs> to not review our, uh, our 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 year last year, 2022. A lot happened last year. It just zoomed by. You know, as they do, as we get older, years go by faster and faster. The busier we are, and the hey, hey, hey. and the buzzier and the buzzier we get. The buzzier. Yeah, is that a word? Nope. nope. Keep going. All right. So uh, we wanted to just uh, do a little review uh, episode before we get back into our standard operating procedure of, of video game uh, reviews and some interviews. You know, if we uh, if Hopefully. we could partake this year, that'll be uh, one thing we get oh. into is some of the some of the goals for the podcast. I think as uh, we move forward here, um, I think we're technically this is going to be the fourth or fifth year of the podcast. Oh, oh, geez. Uh... We did it. Did sure. we, we started it, I think, in 19, didn't we? Yeah. Like the end of... End of 19. Yeah, with end. the 32X. Yep. That was late in the year. So Was I mean, it we, 2019? I think so, because I think it was before yeah. the, it was before the pandemic. Yeah, you're right. You're, you're, you're right. So I think, you know, now this might not be technically the fifth year, yet maybe it's further in the year where we're going to reach our, our anniversary, but... But I mean, we started... I mean, we, we it's started... It's crazy to think that we're, we're in that realm anyways. You we know? started... I mean, we started... Like the videos before that, though, you know, like maybe I think it was that summer, probably. You mean, did, the, like, you mean the audio only? No, the video. The, vid- the video portion. With yeah. the teenage No, no, no. I'm saying before we actually did the podcast, we were doing, we, we did like the yeah, pickups, yeah, yeah. Yep. unboxing. We did do a little. Play like, some bad Saturn fighting games. Yep. I went out to uh, Danbury and I did that little, yeah, you know, yeah. 10 minute thing or whatever. Yeah. With Sal, who was the first person to let anybody know to ring a bell, which I had no idea what that <laughs> what was. Happened? Ring what? that bell. <laughs> what happened? When we went out what to uh, we went out to the Danbury Mall. Anyways, is that when? Oh, I thought you took him at the flea market when you gave me the the Nintendo for free. No, that was much further back. Well, that was you because you gave it to me because I fixed <laughs> that it. That was you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so we're gonna be we're gonna be reviewing 2020. <laughs> Thank you, Sal, for your contribution. I can't wait to hear. We're actually gonna review 2018. About <laughs> that's what it sounded like we were doing, which you know. <laughs> would be great, but I don't think it would be something that is uh, top of the top of the line news. But that was my first system. It was your first mm. system, a Super Nintendo. We need to work on your Super mm. Nintendo collection. We've, we're already working on the on the Sega Genesis collection, but that'll be the next thing we have to work. I think on. Everyone needs to work on their Super Nintendo. Yeah, collection. you know it is true. We talk about this all the time <laughs> about how we don't really think of Super Nintendo games, but you know there are some out there. It's just. <laughs> 
We've talked. We've been ad nauseum with the issues with yeah. the Super Nintendo it's, it's and the collecting friend that fire. like move across the U.S. You know, he's still there, but you know, right? It's like, what is up? What is he up to? Yeah, what I, is wonder. He, I wonder what he's doing. And then you just kind of forget and go back to your other friends. Yes, <laughs> that's actually a really good analogy. <laughs> I mean, you do. I, see, I don't feel good with that though. Like, I don't feel great about that. You yeah. Know? Like, uh. the, like the other day, I plugged in. I plugged in Toy Story for Super Nintendo. Played great. Really? Is it real? I mean, why would you pl- why would you play that as it's, opposed to just the Genesis one? Because it's harder than the Genesis one for me because I play the screen. Because the screen is cropped. Yeah. And I, I mean, I do like it because there's more color in the game, you know, and it's it's got a little bit better sound. Okay. You know, um, but it's it's a harder version of the same game. Mm. You know, we did go over this five years. We ago. did. We did. That. <laughs> Check out our Toy Story episode. Solid episode. Yeah, when we talked about that. <laughs> Um, so I guess the first thing I want to talk about is, um, you know, just kind of review is, uh, as we do here, cause we're going to, we're going to be going through some, you know, favorites of the year as far as, you know, different aspects of the podcast. But the first thing what I want to know is, and I ask this every podcast is, I know. is what are we playing right now? You know, <laughs> what's that F are you playing? What, you know, what's, what, what's, what's, what's hitting in the skids, so to speak, you oh. know, in the skids, oh. hitting in the skids. Are you ask? are you going to ask what our favorite games of the year were? Well, he was on his way to do that. We're going to do that, but I'm, I'm just saying what, you know, what are, what are some of the things that are hitting right now or in the recent past in 2022 at the end of the year that we were playing that we were having some fun with? You know, what are we what are we playing now? What were we playing a couple of weeks ago? You know, is there anything that's really, you know, um, sort of speaking to you as far as gaming is concerned? <laughs> What's really calling you right yeah. now? You know, like I, I can say for myself, um, I've had a blast playing uh, some, you know, of course, some Genesis games, mm-hmm. you know, as as all day. You know, we, we enjoy on this podcast. I was actually able to finally clear uh, Felios, which I mentioned on a podcast, I don't know, a year ago, that we got to the, the final boss, and I just died about 17 times after that. And oh, the boss. On the boss. And um, I was able to uh, figure it out, um, literally, and uh, be able to, to correct your that. mistakes. Yeah, and, it, and it, I tell you, it feels, it feels great. It feels great to be a shooter in general, mm. and I know that if you're a shooter fan, Felios is probably on the bottom of the totem pole as far as difficulty is concerned. But for me, you know, I, I'm challenged by almost any shooter. You know, it tells you about my skill level. But um, was finally able to get through that. Just a fantastic game, and it motivated not me. A, not a long game, right? No, like an hour. Yeah, yeah. In mm-hmm. fact, I I plugged it in just to kind of test it on the PVM to kind of see how it would look. Yeah. And I ended up just getting sucked into it and played it one morning. <laughs> just going to see how it looks. Yeah, it was just like, I was just like, I'm going to just see how it looks. And uh, so that, you know, Felios is a fantastic game. It's a, it's kind of a shame that it's gone up in price now because I don't think that there's any other way to play it than either having, you know, emulating maybe the arcade version or the Genesis version or getting it on the, on the Sega. Who made that, Namco? Yeah, it's a Namco game. Hmm. I don't know if it's been on a compilation or not. Let us know if you guys know of a compilation. I don't think there's a compilation with it, but um, that that's and it's a great conversion of that arcade game too. You know, they the there's a lot of color in that game. There's some you know fake uh, scaling that they that they do kind of going Ooh. into the screen, and um, yeah, it's just a great game. So uh, if you have the opportunity to play it, I would I would definitely recommend it. Not not too difficult if you're not in the you know if you're not a shooter regular. You can still kind of get the flavor of it and get into it and, and uh, you know, learn some of the mechanics. But that was fun. And then um, 
I, I didn't beat this game, but I got very, very far into it. Um, and I've always wanted to kind of play through it, and that's Midnight Resistance. Uh, um, yeah. You know, I, I've dabbled in it a little bit, but um, one thing I noticed with that game is the sound. It's just throughout the whole game, not even just that, not even just Flood of Power, <laughs> just like the whole, the transitions when you're in the transition rooms where you can buy new items between levels, and it's just, you hear that... Oh yeah, like when you're running across, it's like a it's like a um, like a fire alarm is going yeah. off, but it sounds fantastic. Anything that you, any Genesis sound before the Gems Driver that came out, it, it it tends to have a very unique sound, a very early Genesis sound, and Midnight Resistance is one of those games that has that. And that's another you know Data East game that we talk about, you know, sort of that mid tier developer, but you know, like another game and another game that I think is pretty much landlocked to the Genesis, right? I don't think that there's another... Midnight Resistance? Yeah. I mean, it's it's possible. And if it's not yet, it's possible that it would it would come out... Oh, well, it, it wasn't on the, one of the minis, was it? Um, I don't think so. No? I, ah, it might be. I don't know. The Genesis 2, you mean? Like the new one they put out? I, I don't know. know. <laughs> what about on the... Um, or on is the, it on, on, what on the Daddy's collection on the... Um, oh, The Versus... On the VS? The, yeah, the Evercade. Evercade. No, no, it's not on there. It's not on that one? No. What about Heavy Barrel, which is like the precursor to, to Midnight Resistance? Hmm. I don't know if it's on that, but I know it's been on other random, like those like, um, uh, those like consoles with like, that have like the loaded games in them. I know that's, I think it, like on, what was, what was that one I got you a while back? Remember that one? The, um. Anbernick? No, 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 no. The the home the arc. Remember the arcade system? Oh, the one that had Burger Time. Yeah, I have it still. It's downstairs. Yeah, yeah. I think it's Heavy Barrel's been on like one of those kind of so systems he- or whatever. Heavy Barrel is one that's probably a little bit easier to pick up. That's for the NES, and that's the precursor, as far as I know, to Midnight Resistance. Oh, really? Yeah, and um, it might be on. Wait, is it on that on your thing? No, 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 no. What am I thinking of? No, that's Konami. No, no, no. I know. Heavy <laughs> It might be on one of those VS ones. Well, if you, if you can't play Midnight Resistance, <laughs> know, Heavy but... Barrel is another one that's fantastic. It's a it's kind of a contra like yeah, Heavy Barrel game. Yep. Um, so that that's been a lot of fun. I um, I started up playing again uh, Doom Doom PS One the other day. So that's I, I always go back to Doom. <laughs> it always goes back to Doom. How many on how many systems can you play it on at once? At once, <laughs> it's, it's I a, mean two maybe. Well, it's like you, you, you know, you're playing it on 32x, and then it's like, all right, I'm gonna go play it on the PlayStation. I'm gonna play it on my Switch. It's, <laughs> it's, it's like I'm on the fifth level in this one, the third level here, the tenth level on that let, one. And let me ask you: Is there anything wrong with that? <laughs> no, it's just focus. <laughs> no, I no, it's just. I mean, I know it's always the, the running gag is like, can it play Doom? But it, mm-hmm. I mean, people just say that they don't actually play it on every system. <laughs> <laughs> the one that I really want to concentrate on is the PS1 version. Oh, okay. Yeah. Sure. I, like, we were playing it last night, and Sal's like, Dad, this looks horrible. And I'm like, are you kidding? This looks fantastic. It just tells uh, you the, the difference between, like, what an 8-year-old On the sees. PS1? Yeah. Well, no, but I like the Switch version. The Switch version. On the PVM? Yeah, the Switch. Well, obviously, yeah, the Switch version is going to be the best-looking one. It was upscaled through the Frame Meister, and it looks it looks fantastic on the big screen. Oh yeah, it, does, it really does on the PS One. Yeah. Oh okay. Yeah, well, it's actually the PS Two. Well, yeah, playing PS One yeah, games yeah, yeah. through the component. So I gotcha. But yeah, that's that, that's kind of it. I mean, I'll talk about some other stuff like what we did over the holidays because I think 
a lot of things are just hitting right now. They're just, they're just, it's, <laughs> it's like, I can't put in a game and not feel like it's just like, it, it's just clicking. You know, I'm just, I feel like I'm in a good groove of, of games. The other day I, 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 uh, I put in a stall for Saturn. I was playing that on the PVM and just a, an awesome, <laughs> away. And, 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 away. first of all, the, the color and the graphics in that game on a PVM monitor, as my people say, forget about it, but just the, the, even the gameplay, just, it's just tight and, and simple and the animation is amazing in that game and, you know. Just a, just a really fun time. So I just feel like everything I'm plugging in right now is just hitting. Everybody's so, clicking up. Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> so they don't feel alone. 21. But what about you, Trent? What are you what are you doing right now? What's uh um what's gaming with consequences? Few, yeah, not nothing too nothing too hard and heavy like those. Mm. I've been um like the past week I've been well since well, I, I don't how do you not mention it? So through the CRT that you got me, the modded CRT. Oh yeah, yeah. With the with the Scott. Yep. I got that set up with my my cube organizer and I got the little puck lights under it. Right. So it looks real legit. Oh, and I got the uh the the lazy Susan thing to spin the oh, TV you did around. Get that, yeah. It's solid. Yeah. I mean that's quality of life stuff right there, you know? <laughs> yeah, it's great. Just just take the just spin it around. That whole I mean we'll we'll talk about all the, mm-hmm. the ways that you improved your gaming setup, mm-hmm. you know, and just like I did the same thing, so we'll we'll kind of get into that a little bit. Too many things. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it, was, it was good under the year. I've been playing uh, like the past week. I was playing like I'll, I'll like get home or like I'll get home from work and then like play it for like a little bit and then head back out. I'll play some Super Street Fighter Two on the Genesis. I mean, it's great. I, I how like, do you like that compared to Championship Edition? So I when you well because you asked me and I was like I know I I remember seeing like videos of people saying like. The music, or I, I right. don't know what it was. Just Every, but everything, everything's complain. hyperbole. Yeah, com- right? you know, if you compare it to this version or whatever, I, I guess they butchered them. I don't know, man. It, it, I guess the, like, I don't care if you play the Turbo version, <laughs> if you play the Super Nintendo version, if you play the Sega version. Rem- any they here's the thing. None of those are like egregious in any way. They're all yeah. very very good. I, I just remember a bunch of people saying that like the music on it was like. Not as garbled great. or something, but I don't know because I, I I played that one and I'm like, all right, and then I, I then I popped in Championship Edition after that. Oh, look at you! Just to like see like if yeah. it was like it's like. Oh. But Championship Edition came in earlier. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it doesn't have as much memory or whatever. No, it doesn't. It, well, because it don't, it only has like the twelve characters where the Super Street Fighter has sixteen. Oh, does it have sixteen yeah, it has characters? Like, what T Hawk, Cammy, Cammy. Yeah, there's yeah, yeah. Fei Long. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, so. I don't know. It's it's. I actually like the way the Super Street Fighter Two plays. It, I feel like even though it's supposed to be, I feel like it's supposed to be like the faster version. I think it goes a little bit slower, just a little bit slower really? than the Championship Edition to me. Hmm. But I mean, you could change the settings on it. But I just like the way it plays better because you can you kind of have you can do kind of those like two three hit like combo kind of deals. So I just I just hmm. kind of like the way uh, I just like the way it plays better. I don't know. It's fun. Either way, either one it's you all, play, it's, it's all great. good though. I mean, you, know, you get two it, versions, it, it whatever one you great. like better. Yeah, controls I, great. See, I like a difference of opinion. Sometimes it's like like an Abilene paradox or something. Like everybody just starts as, talking. As they say everybody just starts <laughs> talking together, and like you don't even know how you got where you got, but you're there, and you're just like, no, this is the right version. But you know why? Why is that? And, and have you actually done a, d- a deep dive to look into it? You know, you like Super Street Fighter too. That's a that's a minority opinion, but I like that. I want that. You know, <laughs> I, I want that, and I, and I, and I want to know why. You know, so it's it's just it's don't ever 
necessarily take what we have to say or what other people have to say as as the creed. You know, go out and play the games and see if you like them. I mean, I destroyed X-Men on our pod, X-Men podcast. Well, was, nobody likes that. that but just... I mean, you know what? <laughs> There's somebody out there that might like it. I I, I kind of almost hate it. No, they think they think they like it because it's X-Men and they grew up watching X-Men and they want to like it, but right. they don't. Maybe X-Men's a bad... <laughs> A bad example, but I, I understand what you're saying, though. So I was I've been playing that, and I don't know. I keep playing it, but I don't know what it is. I'm just not good. Is Super Baseball 2020? It's hard. I can't get. I can get like two hits in the whole game. I don't know what. I don't know if it's like my timing. Or, I mean, graphically, it is a fantastic game. It's, it plays. It so, looks it plays so, good. so great. Yeah, and but I just it's too zoomed in on the field view. So like when, the outfield when kinda. the ball goes out. It's hard, you, but it does kind of have like the it's like the computer assisted field like it, oh they they it, go I mean you anytime the ball gets hit it's usually towards like if it's a pop fly like the guy will be underneath it already you know what I mean so you don't have to move your controller not usually I mean if you you, Do know, you when, wait until the ball's landing and then decide if you're going to be moving the controller I mean you move it a little bit but like when there's like a pop fly it, you usually your character is like already like under the ball you know what I mean. Okay. But I mean, it's fun. I just <laughs> I don't know what it is. It's so like, maybe, maybe read the manual or look at a video guide. It's just, or it's just like harder. That. It's just hard to get like just mo- like consecutive hits. You get like a hit and then you'll just strike not strike out, but you. Just, I mean, there's games just like pop that. Out all there's, the time. There, there's games like that where playing against the computer is really difficult. Like I know, you know, probably a game not many people have played, but Reggie Jackson baseball on the Master System. It's it's <laughs> it's, it's it's the precursor to Tommy Lasorda or Sports Talk Baseball. Yeah, same mechanics. I remember playing that a couple of times, and I lost like twenty-five to to nothing. Why would you even continue playing after it got to like fifteen? Just because I wanted to experience it a little <laughs> bit more and figure it out. Like, okay, what am I doing wrong? You know, yeah. continue to play. But that game was brutal. So a lot of these games are, you know, good thing they're sports games because you can play against somebody else. So yeah. if you have a friend over, you can pop in Super Baseball, really enjoy it. You know, get a, a six pack, a Bush Light. You know, and, you know, have at it. Okay. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Push light is a, just a placeholder. Yeah. Just, for whatever. For any, anything you want. Just whatever your your pleasure is. So, you know, Super Baseball 2020? 2020. Um, you know, that's a good game to play, you know, with a, you know, with a friend. Don't tell me you're already getting tired because you're next. <laughs> so you better be ready to talk about what you're playing. All right. Mm-hmm. See you rubbing your eyes over here. All right. It's not even. It's, it's been, five o'clock. It's been eighteen minutes. <laughs> Anything really? else? Have I been playing? Nah, no, just just those. I mean, two those are, are, that's a solid in the past week. <coughs> yeah. Just, oh well, I mean, I, I I mean, I guess I'll bring it. I because I, I was playing it because we. You can play too much. We had mentioned there no. can be there can be too much if you're trying to just hit everything. It's hard to sink your teeth in. No, yeah, and I was just you know I was playing. Um, so as I had hooked up the sixty four on the TV. I was I you know because you had popped it in when you were here and mm-hmm. kind of wanted to get back into it and I had to get a I had to get a controller pack ah, for it was yes, uh, yes, 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 yes. was the uh, the world is not enough ah is it ever no mm. <laughs> yeah so I kind I kind of <laughs> wanted to get back into playing that I'm on the third level in that one I haven't I haven't, I haven't picked it up in like a week but I started to, to an get eleven back year into old an eleven year old told me what I was doing wrong in the first level what do you mean an eleven year old told you. A ten-year-old, excuse me, Sal's, Wait, Sal's friend Wayne. You were playing it, and he no, 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 no. He, they play, they play it up when they go to like their uh, grandparents' extra house in Maine or something. They played that specific game. 
Oh yeah, because because Tony's Tony's favorite game is is Goldeneye, and so they play the world is not enough when they go up to Maine. The kids play the world is oh. not enough, and and so Wayne Sal's friend says, the reason why you're not succeeding in the first level is because you're keeping your weapon drawn when you go down to the security office. I'm like, he's true. That is true. Um, okay, Wayne. Thanks, man. I mean, that's awesome advice. I didn't know that that was the case. I haven't he's really, not, go- he's not wrong. I, I, no, I know he's not wrong. I was like, it was like, that's great advice from a 10 year old. Yeah. After, after you get everything, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta go through back to security, but you can't have your gun drawn. Or they, they, they arrest me. I didn't know why I was failing. Now. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I got advice from a 10-year-old like, that you, was valid. He's like, you idiot. What are you doing? <laughs> you can't have your gun out. Well, first of all, I like... You noob. I like a, <laughs> I like a child that's not my son playing old video games hey. from, from that age and, te- and and being involved. You know, it's good. To, I think it's it's good for kids to play some of that old stuff. because I do play old. It's awesome. What are you talking about? No, he's, he's saying that also in addition to... Yeah, as well as <laughs> yeah. you... Having other children that are playing that, so if you're a dad and you got a kid of that, like age, that's definitely a random. That's like a, it is, but it is a. I say it's a it deeper isn't, cut. but it is. It's a deeper for, cut. For like a ten year old to play, knowing how big Goldeneye is <laughs> to play, the world is not enough. I mean, it'd be enough for him to tell me how to beat a level in Goldeneye. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, how do you even know this game exists? <laughs> yeah. So uh, there's lots to talk about with the world is not enough, and I think uh, you know our first game podcast is uh, going to be on GoldenEye and The World Is Not Enough uh, next podcast. And we're going to have a guest, uh, uh, you know, uh, coming speaker. A guest speaker of the house. Um, you know, my my good uh, brother from another mother, uh, Tony, and uh, Tony. who's who's a yeah. uh, GoldenEye fanatic. So he's going to give us a little bit of a download on, on GoldenEye and uh, some of his perceptions of it, uh, which will be a fun first uh, first game. I mean, that... I was gonna, I was gonna save this for the end, but I think one of my goals for the podcast for 2023 is to do some more gaming reviews. We didn't do a ton of that in 2022. What's gaming eh. reviews? So I, I would like to get back to doing more games, but um, that being said, we, I had a ton of fun in 2022. Um, we'll we'll get into that. Sal, before we continue forward, what are you playing right now that's different from what you were playing the last time? The last time we talked. Um. You can't say Minecraft. You can't say Piggy. I haven't been playing that. Okay, so what have you been playing? I've been playing. I've been playing Hello Neighbor. Um. How do I know what you've been playing? What? <laughs> but you don't. What else? Anything else? No. No. Okay. No. You haven't played Fall Guys at all. Oh yes, Fall Guys. I was gonna say it. I was thinking about saying it. Wait, wait, wait. No, you were gonna say it, but I was like, I don't. There's nothing else. What do you mean you were gonna say it? I forgot about it because I was thinking before when you were talking. And and I think out of all the games we've talked about, this is about the most wild and crazy out of any of the games that we've talked about. Fall Guys! What What is Fall Guys on? Is it on like a 64 or Genesis? Or what, no. What is it on? No! What is What is Fall Guys on? And what, what's the kind of, what kind of game is it? Tell the people. So it's a game with all of like these characters that are like oval-shaped characters. You can like customize from every like season. There's like... What's the gameplay, Sal? The gameplay? Like levels? What do you do in it? What do you do in the game? You have to. Um, is it an online game or is it a regular game where you're just online game? Okay. 
so you can play it on the Nintendo Switch, PS5, or PS4. You can play it on Xbox. Mm-hmm. What else? PC. Really? And all the players can really? play with each other on all those different systems. Yes, but you can only play with four people. You can't play with anybody else. You can just play with four people. How many... There, okay, so to describe what, what you do in the game. You... Didn't I just say that? What do you do in the game? You... <laughs> I said, you have... You gotta qualify and go through these hard levels and not try to get flung off or or eliminated. You don't want to get eliminated. And there's a little, like, thing at the top that says people have been... have qualified. So, like, eight... Let's say eight of, like, 38... And like, so, so the game is a series of challenges. It's basically like an extended version of the Mario Party games, in a, a way. It's a series of challenges where characters are running to the finish line with obstacles in their way, or they're trying to navigate um, an obstacle where they need to stay on a platform or not fall off or not get knocked off and uh, uh, bomb each other to get knocked off, you know, to stay to, to stay and, and knock other people off of the platform. It is a series of challenges where you need to be the last person at the very end. And after every round, less round. and less people are qualifying for the next level. And the- by the end of it, there might be nine people left. There's 60 that start. And uh, you can you have to try to be the last person surviving. And it's and- it's just wild... Wacky, frenetic fun. Wild and wacky. Um, Very addictive. If you guys want to hear some information, the hardest level is tail tag. What was that word? Tail tag. (laughs) Affirmation? Information. Information. (laughs) You didn't say that, but I know. No, I said information. Okay. (laughs) Um, And it's it's, what I like about it and what reminds me of, of classic gaming is just how pick up and play it is. It's There's no... There's three buttons. It's, it's, it's jump, jump dive, and grab. Yeah, those oh. are the three buttons that you have. And dodge, it's, dodge and dive, and that's it. And you just go, and and it, it can fun. be a blast. <laughs> Lately, what we've been doing is getting on FaceTime with Alan at his house on, <laughs> on his Xbox. We've been FaceTiming with him while playing on the PS5 and the Switch, and he's been on his Xbox, and it works flawlessly. There's almost no hiccups. You almost never get kicked out of a match. Well, no, it happens. Some they happen to Just me once. They kick issue. me out of the match. Yeah. They hmm? kicked me out of the match once. Remember? Once out of the many, many dozens of times that we've played. It definitely plays better on the PS5. Well, you got to think about having 60 players all coagulating together and just... Well, know. I mean, that wouldn't... I don't know what... When, when you play it on the handheld on the Switch, I don't know. Something about... I don't know if it's just the, the animation. The animation is cut down. It feels a little laggy. Tremendously. It feels a little laggy or something. The, the animation is cut, so it's like you're not... It does, it's not smooth. Yeah. It's not It's not running you smoothly. Could, you could definitely tell the difference, and I'm not usually one who like to complain about that but like yeah. when i was playing it on the on the ps5 and then and then it was my turn to play on the switch i can't i can't play it, it on was the switch. it was rough yeah i have a hard time <laughs> a lot of games now more recently are having trouble those multi-platform games like i talked about sonic frontiers i think last podcast that's the how, worst game ever of, ever wow ever that's a boss. ever is it really is yep. it not good we just mentioned x-men like five seconds ago um but what that's but that's a game where it's on PS5. It works awesome, and then the Switch is just buggy and slow, and looks like a PS2 game. Would have Sonic Frontiers for the Nintendo Switch? No, but I watch videos. Yeah, 
So there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> cool. So there. So everybody's having fun playing games, guys. There's no shortage of games to play. So oh, if, if you're shortage. not if, if you're not finding a um, you know Th- something that's hitting, that's on you. You know, there, there, there's a, a bunch of ideas right there. Um, as far as the as far as the retro gaming market, I mean, I, I came out pretty strong the past couple of podcasts talking about the bubble popping in retro gaming, and mm. I don't know if I was entirely right with that. Now that I've kind of looked back, some of it has. <laughs> you just wanted it to. That too, <laughs> but some of it has. Some mm. of it definitely has, but but a lot of it, especially the really choice stuff, has not really dropped. I don't know. I don't think it will. It's like pricing in the U.S. at large. It's like, you know, they say inflation is subsiding, but it's not really, the things aren't going back to the way they were in 2021. Yeah. That's you know? what usually happens. It, the, once the rise, the price, it, once they're the they're rise not, happens, it's, 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 it's there. It's like, yeah, you'll still buy it for this yeah. price. So. <laughs> Wait, you're already, pay, you're already yeah. paying for it now. You might as well just continue to pay yeah, for it. Why right? lower it? Yeah. You know, we're, we're, while we're in the middle of the egg debacle. <laughs> what are eggs now? I don't know. I think it's still the same. But what, around seven to ten dollars for a dozen. Yeah, oh, depending Dad, on. Daddy, on what mommy you get. showed me this video on Facebook. Um, it's like, um, people are like rapping about like eggs. Or- oh, they're the coolest people in the neighborhood uh, because they have eggs. No. no. Yeah, it's the Mike Jones. Yeah. Back then they didn't want me. Yeah. Now I'm hot. They, they're all on me. They're all on me. Who? Mike Jones. Yep. 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 Um. So, getting into our little our, our review, I wanted to know our review. If I if I may, um, what was your favorite episode of the year? Oh, you know what was your? Uh, what, I mean, I'm, t- I'm biased to myself. <laughs> I know. I'd like to take some time out to talk about myself. So, just to review with I everybody, think, uh, just to right. review with everybody, so that they know, the first episode we did of the year was What's our the year in review one. Well, we did our year, uh, yeah, but we, we did our, it was the, the, where the links, where you talked about the links, um, that year in review episode, but we talked about Cruising USA, we talked about, we had an um, uh, interview with uh, Mar- Marcelo from Crossface Gaming, we had our Retro World Expo video, our X-Men and X-Mutants video, then our road trip to Retro Game Con, and, um, and then uh, last podcast, we just, uh, we had a polite little light conversation with you guys. <laughs> which, I know my, which, uh, I know my which, favorite which was episode. Um, go ahead, Sal. What was your favorite episode? The the one where we went. The uh, which show was it? The, the, the was, Syracuse show. The Syracuse show. That was my least favorite show. There. I know. I know that was my least. But wait, Are you saying least favorite episode or the show? The show was my least favorite show. But episode wise, that was your favorite. That was your favorite episode. Because I get to, because I got to take a picture with Glamrock Freddy. Oh, oh. <laughs> yeah, he was definitely Glamrock. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. Shamrock Shake. Yeah. <laughs> what about you, Trent? What was your favorite uh, episode? Because I said, because I'm biased to myself. Yes. So I would. Mine was the uh, the Retro World Expo. Because I had World Expo. Because I had that killer trade. For fight for life. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Felt felt real good about that. I was coming off a high, you know. So that made it your favorite episode. Yeah, and I just think because the ex- the show itself. Because we met Tim Kitzrow from NBA Jam. Yeah, that was an experience. I mean, just just that. Uh, we did a whole episode just on that. Just meeting him and like it was a special moment. That definitely <laughs> was, and we we got to imp- implant that video of him. Yeah, <laughs> you know, kind of uh, introducing the Turbo Duo cast, which is really special. 
You know, it could it actually it could almost be the new intro to our podcast. It could be. I think we mentioned that before. I just we, like we probably I, I think should I do, forgot we about. We probably it. should do that. Yeah. You know, is at least the audio from that is uh, you know implant that as the uh, the audio, even if the the title card is going to be. Yeah. I think know. it was just, that was just a good that was a good show. Yeah. That like well um, the retro world expo and I think that the the episode was too. But it highlighted how the flip side how how poor Syracuse was and I I know I know that we're I know I know that we're hard on Syracuse and, but, and maybe that's coming across but a little. Syracuse oh. had the worst food ever ever. <laughs> ever ever. Yes ever. <laughs> but I had to eat a giant pretzel which is really good. Yeah, that's rough. I'm glad you enjoyed it. <laughs> Which I shared it with. But converse, conversely, it, it because Hartford was so good. I think it, it really, it, it really dwarfed Syracuse. You know, Syracuse. <laughs> listen, anytime you get to go to a game show, it's you, you got to. Yeah, I mean, it's it's fun. It's fun. It's but, fun because it was bad. <laughs> I mean, you know, in a way, it, it, it made it it made it better. What? <laughs> you whispered to me. Can huh? I have water, please? <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. Um. No, I think that that was a very fun episode that we did. Um, I enjoyed it. It wasn't my favorite episode of the year, though. I think I, I, I think having new experiences on the podcast is really good. I like when we can get a little bit more interactive on this podcast, and I think it expands, you know, us in terms of our our practice of, of podcasting. But it also, um, I think, it brings a different flavor to to the podcast, and um, you know, kind of uh, elevates our podcast a little bit. So. Um, we had a, you know, just a, a great participant in Marcelo, um, for our interview episode 31. If you haven't heard it, um, check it out because a lot of information, Marcelo is just a wizard when it comes to, if I may say, when it comes to video game repairs and, you know, every retro gamer needs to have or know somebody who can, who can take care of this stuff. If you can't do it yourself, I got a guy. <laughs> Um, because these things are inevitably will have issues and you need to have something reliable, whether it's your own skill set or somebody that you can rely on to do it. And just the insight into uh, Marcelo's business and how he's been able to grow and, and what he does and sort of the, the deeper dive uh, of what it means to, um, to be in his profession, at least even if it's a hobby. I don't know if it's his main profession, but... I have a lot of fun with interviewing, and I and yeah, it was it was just a, a nice back and forth. Marcelo was a fantastic interviewee; like he was just so gracious when it came to, you know, answering the questions and being a part of it, wanting to be there. And so I, I just I had a lot of fun with that podcast. I thought it came across very professional, and I'd love mm-hmm. to do more of those if we can, um, you know, in the future. Yeah, hey, we'll have to we'll have to dig into the uh, into the nooks and crannies and just find some random. Yeah, random person that worked on some random game. Yeah, and just find out about it. You know, I mean, I, I had a lot of fun. As as much as there's, you know, a Jaguar community that that isn't too <laughs> fond of, you know, some of the things he does. Uh, you know, Jeff in Wave One, like that was one of my favorite episodes. Oh, right? oh yeah, he I mean, was he was well because that was our first the first time we did the know, interview and, too. And, and, and y'all can hate, but. I thought Jeff did a great job in that yeah, interview. I know was it was, we're not talking about 2022 here, but I don't care, man. Like that dude. That, actually, that that was. I think when you. I think when we did that, that was my episode of the the year that that, that, year. that year. Yeah, yeah. But Marcelo is just an awesome dude. It's always good to know. He's real solid. But like good people who are doing the stuff that we love, you know that that 
You know, it's just it's it's easy to do business with a guy like that. I want I want that guy to succeed. I want him to do well because he's a good good person. Yeah, you know, yeah, he's he, he's doing a lot. I know repairs and stuff. Yeah. I know he's he's at it. Did you send our stuff out? Yeah, yeah, nice, nice. So yeah, so th- those are uh, you know a nice little uh, nice little dichotomy of uh, of episodes. Well, a different one. Yeah, yeah, it was pretty good. <laughs> I mean, that would that be? That just means they're all so good. Yeah, they're just, they're all fantastic. <laughs> so that must have been high on your list, too, then. What? The the interview with Marcelo. Yeah. I mean, well, yeah, of course. But mm. I mean, I wasn't, like, I already knew what my favorite one was going to be and mm. what I, I liked the most because mm-hmm. I'm biased to myself. <laughs> <laughs> when I win. For sure. <laughs> um, This is kind of a broad, broad one, Trenton, and I, I apologize I didn't alert you to some of these questions before um in fact i was just thinking about this i i haven't had a lot a lot had a ton of time to prepare but i was thinking about this today uh favorite game that you played this year oh really because i was gonna say the opposite of that oh but let's let's do a favorite uh what were you gonna on, say on the podcast favorite game on the podcast no 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 because no. we didn't really do a whole lot of games on the podcast i wasn't even gonna go there we didn't do a ton of games i mean we we can you can t- talk about your favorite mm-hmm. game that we reviewed but then, well, we yeah, I don't know. We but didn't. but but then your favorite I mean, it, the fa- your your favorite um hmm. your favorite game that you played retro gaming wise retro gaming wise of of the year yeah hmm. of the year wow um well I I probably like the the favorite one we did this year as much as we do that many would probably be cruising USA mm-hmm. I think that's probably I mean what we cruising USA X mutants X Men um. We really didn't do because I mean we know, didn't do a whole ton of them. We well, we didn't do as we didn't get to do as many episodes. Those were the only either. those were the only three games that we really <laughs> reviewed because we had the two we had the two shows that we reviewed and then uh, the interview and we just there uh, some time went by in between when we had a five month gap between episodes at one yeah. point. So for, what, for for whatever reason, but you know. Trying to trying to sew that up, guys, for you. We're trying to get get a little bit more back to it. I I know that for myself, you know, and this is not to make an excuse, but I had a uh, a huge thing uh, occur in my business that I had to attend to, and it just I was full out for a, a good quarter. I couldn't do anything, and so that kind of limited our ability to to do anything and on on the podcast. But that is behind me, and so twenty twenty three looks a lot more clear and and uh, able for us to to continue 21. to. To push forward, and that's I'm looking forward to getting back to the regular gaming, gaming reviews. Yeah, I'd have to say yeah, you want to. I'd have to say you want to know what you know what. The, the, all right, favorite favorite game, uh, the retro game that I played of the year, literally down to the last minute was Bomberman for the Saturn. Oh my gosh! <laughs> At eleven fifty nine p.m. on New Year's we're, Eve. I, so we're gonna talk. We're, we're gonna talk about that. That that was literally my favorite retro game to play. If you're talking about retro game, I mean, I honestly I didn't play too many wow. older games this year. Besides, when I, like if I'm if I came here and we play something for a little bit, I know. And the only other stuff I because I don't have a setup. I didn't really have a setup to really play. You do now. I have it. I had a TV. You do in my, now. Yeah, I had a TV in my you know a uh, 50 inch TV, but I didn't have everything set up with it. It's like above my dresser, like you yeah. know. So it's like I didn't have anything hooked up. If I wanted, I gotta connect it, get the OSSC, hook that up, and then plug everything in. So I didn't really get to play too much like myself so i mean i would probably say the world is not enough because he just started playing that a little bit but i think bomberman was great yeah yeah i for me it's tough because i'm 
I'm going back into a lot of games that I've played in the past. Doom. <laughs> yeah. yeah Doom. Every year, it's my favorite game. Yeah, Doom. Um, I, I'm going back into a lot of games that I've played in, in the past, and so it's it's harder for me to, uh, you know, to do that. But I like I like the... I like the Bomberman pick. I, I, I really, I, I mean, that's literally we played it for an hour, but it was probably like the most fun to have playing th- a game. But when you think about the highlight of of the year in terms of of uh, that, did you beat seven. Everybody? Is that why it's your favorite? Well, game? that too. But I mean, who who has ever played seven player Bomberman on the Saturn? I was hoping we were going to wait on this conversation. <laughs> well, I mean, what do you want? Well, we, we'll, we'll, we'll jump we'll jump back into it because I'll talk about we'll talk about the end of the year and the holidays and stuff like that. And then we can all agree the worst game was. X-Men. X-Men, yeah. X-Men was the worst game. <laughs> um, for me, the, the most the most exhilarating moment of the year of <laughs> me of me playing video games was Dungeon Explorer. Oh, I was gonna say that's probably your favorite. On the Sega C D. Um, now, first of all, the, the Sega C D ha- getting to play Lords of Thunder, which I literally wanted to explode playing that game. Because it was it, it's just the color, the sound. Everything about that game—it's—it's it's easy to and get never, into, and you never—it's uh, just—it's just a phenomenal, just looking game. Actually, because it's uh, not hard at all. I think that was when I got the Turbo Graphics Mini. That was a game I played on, it, and I was telling you I, I played through it. You probably never even played it on there because I don't even think you ever opened your Mini, right? No, but I have it on the Wii. Oh, you do? Yeah, I have the the uh, the Turbo version. It probably on the still Wii. doesn't look as crisp, right? Playing through the Wii. Probably not. Yeah. Probably not. I mean, it looked good because I had it through the Framemeister and stuff. Oh. Now I have it on the uh, on the Wega. Mm. But yeah, D- like- Dungeon Explorer two player. Now, he- so we'll get into this. <laughs> but I played with my brother, my brother in law, and just the just the back and forth between us, us calling out to each other what we were going to do, the um, the food management, the health management, and just the purity of the gameplay, um, and having to figure out where to go without any map or anything and it's just floor after floor but then somehow your brain trains you this one goes here that one goes there this is how we get around just the trial and error of it and then finally getting to the boss and and defeating the boss and then saving our progress and just being like like just jumping up for like just for joy just that we did this and we did it together it was a pure co-op experience like we had when we were kids it was like that just that Man, you can't describe the feeling when it's you when two guys come together. When they, when they yeah, when they when yeah, when they when, when they clap was it clap up? Whoa! Click up, <laughs> click up. What was the what was the Drake term? Clap cheeks. <laughs> <laughs> Clicking up. Clicking up. <laughs> Clicking up. Um, yeah, Dungeon Explorer. I mean, we say it all the time. Don't sleep on the Sega CD. But man, it's Dungeon Explorer on the Sega CD is not Dungeon Explorer. On the Turbo Graphics, I will just I'll just put it right out there, and maybe I got I got blue color glasses, but man, oh, but, but it is the same. It's it's the same game though. Well, when I say it's, <laughs> is it a completely different game? No, 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 no. Not well, that's what I'm saying. It's the same game, but it's not the same game. But there's just something about the gameplay in the Sega CD version that's more arcadey. Okay. Then it is a is the turbo. Oh, who, who would have, it was a turbo one four player? Yeah, five player. Oh, five player. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I remember when you, you and I were playing, gotta level you up, you gotta join in. And it was like, leave, go back to the castle, go back. We're not there yet. We need, we, need to get you, we need to get you up there. But that was, yeah. That was one thing we tried at the end of the year because we got we got to spend a lot of time together because of the holidays. And so 
we had tried to connect with with Dungeon Explorer because my brother-in-law was here, and so we played together. But Trenton was starting at such a low level that it wasn't just in life. Ev- it was <laughs> no, it wasn't even. And so they're we, like on level twenty-one. I'm on level two. <laughs> yeah, and and you picked a good character because you can level up pretty quickly with that guy, and he's pretty strong. But it was still a lot of it's well, very well, tedious. Uh, uh, health, health management. Oh, we got to get him back there. Mm-hmm. We got to save it because if you die, it's like you know. So. Yeah. We're working on that. I got to work on your character so we can build you up. But once we're once like <laughs> once we're there, man. Once the mega powers collide, it's you don't know. It's gonna it's gonna be on, you know. And and uh, just a wonderful co op game. So that's that's gonna be kind of the theme of um, the end of the year here as we talk about uh, the holidays and the, you know some of the fun we had had towards the end of the year. That's another one that that probably no one has ever played multiplayer. <laughs> and, and it's the thing is like a lot of the games that I'm talking about are kind of landlocked. They're not. Games that are popular enough that you'd be able to play them on other things or got yeah. secondary releases, you know. Um, Sal, what about you? What's a, what's your favorite game of the year that you played? I'm probably it's probably one you've mentioned pretty recently, but what's 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 your favorite game that you played? And can I take a guess on what it and, is? What? And why? I would say if it were, based on what I know, it would be Hello Neighbor. Nope. But okay, I think it's Piggy. Nope. Oh, Piggy. Minecraft. Nope. It's not, a mo- it's not modern. Oh. It's older. Your favorite game that you played is an older game. House of the Dead 1. Oh. <laughs> my man. Oh. Wait, on the Saturn? On the Saturn. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> well, that has a re-release on the, on the Switch. So if you guys want to play House of the Dead 1. Ooh, I want to do it now. You want to play on yes, the Switch? Now. All right. Give me your wallet and I'll pay, <laughs> I'll pay for it. Oh no! I was, Got you. No, Got saving, you. No, I was saving for Helen April too, though. What we'll do is we'll just take that twenty dollar bill you have and just shove it right in the switch. <laughs> yeah. And that'll that'll the Nintendo will download the money. They should they should make yeah. Surprised they don't have one of those. No, oh, like a, like a dispenser, like a, like a Coke like dispenser. It, like, it'll, like you put the twenty dollar in, it scans it and it shreds it at the same time, so it's stored. <laughs> and then, but it also it's also gone, so you can't use it again. <laughs> it just virtually turns the, the paper money. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's a thought. But then I want to. I so, so why? I still want to save for Hello Neighbor too. I'm though. just kidding. You're not going to have to buy a House of the Dead. <laughs> why is it the House of the Dead one is your favorite game of the year? What is it about the game itself that you like? Um, I just like how you can change the blood from green, blue, red, purple. <laughs> I like and, changing the blood. <laughs> I don't know. It's it's. Pretty, but you like playing it. You like shooting. We, things. we 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 cleared it. I like shooting. We finally cleared things. it. Yeah. Yes. I just like, I like the ending, how Sophie turns into a zombie. She does. The main boo in the game the turns main, into a zombie. Boo, my boo tag. You have to stop curing or something terrible will happen. <laughs> Sophie! <laughs> <laughs> it is really campy, right? That's, that's mm-hmm. It is really so silly. Yeah, I know. But it, as as much as the kind of the implementation of that game was not great, the animation is kind of... And, and that's and, what makes it. That's and, what makes it House of the Dead. But the gameplay is there. Yeah, you know, mm. and it, and it, and it plays well. I think that's a uh, Tantalus Interactive game. Sure. Mm. <laughs> Tantalus. Tantalus. I don't know why I know that, but well, you know why you know that. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's. I think that's a solid. That's a solid. Uh, Game pick, so yeah. and, and it's a retro game, so can't it, go wrong. But, yeah. you, but you know what, though, your skill set really elevated this year because of Piggy. If there's a game I could talk about that kind of pushed you into dual stick gaming, yeah, 
I think Piggy was the one that did it for you. You really kind of like got the idea of controlling a camera well, and moving your character. Well, at the cl- same damn cause time! Because I had to grab the gun and Clowny almost killed me. And you were like, and I, I, I'm sh- going to do this. And Clowny. I shimmied to the side and I, then I grabbed the gun and he almost killed me. Yeah. So I had to run this way, shoot him, and then I had to grab the key. Yeah, and, you, and you've won now playing that game, so. But I hate um, Swarm. That's where they take all of the piggy characters from different levels mm-hmm. and put them into one level mm-hmm. to make it to make it so it's like all, all of, because it can put up to like 10 characters in mm-hmm. the game. They so didn't it, uh, license out ICP for that one? Swarm? No. Three little piggies to, to make, make a, a piggy, piggy pie. pie. <laughs> <laughs> they should. I'm sure you can play music while you're while you're gaming. It's not the same. It's like uh, it's like Doom on Jaguar. You just anyway, take your phone, the stereo cord. <laughs> take your phone, put it right in front of, right on the bottom of the TV, <laughs> and then play your favorite Doom track or the track of the level. It's even better. It's. I mean, I don't notice a difference. <laughs> Um, solid guys, I, you know, very solid. What's what is your? We didn't even talk about what? our pickups yet. We're, we're like wasting time. Okay, so I'm gonna. Well, talk you're about, wasting time by doing that. I, <laughs> <laughs> we're getting there. What is your, what is your? Fa- I was just gonna get into this. What is? Your, we have some pickups we're gonna talk about. Yeah. But what is your favorite gaming pickup of the year? And if it's in the pickups that you've brought, that's wonderful because <laughs> you can kill two birds with one stone. But uh, what is your favorite gaming pickup of the year? I will start, and <laughs> and I will say that my favorite gaming pickup of the year. Can you guess? Uh, gaming pickup of the year. Gaming related pickup of the year. Pickup. Oh, mustachio! I love mustachio. <laughs> <laughs> uh, your favorite one? Jeez. Oh, uh, would it be the Raiden Triad? Oh man. That's the thing. Just I, be, I, I'm not saying your favorite game, okay, but just because so, of what it is. So I, that's that's one of them, right? So well, I mean, so here's the okay. thing. Here's the thing. I it was like it was like a it was you like got a, a smorgas. You got it was a, like a plethora. Yeah, of, you got a smorgasbord this year. I mean, between Fatal Fury special. Yeah, I wouldn't. Dungeon, I, I, w- I wouldn't say that. I, I, no, I no, no, think no, that no. Would be what I'm top. talking about is like special things, right? Like Fatal Fury special, um, uh, um, Lords of Thunder. Um, I would feel like the Dungeon Raiden, Explorer. I feel like Raiding Triad because Raiding Ra- Triad is my fi- my first or second favorite shooter of all time. Because you did the trade, and to be it. able to do that trade and get that game was a very very special thing. It was that would have been my favorite gaming if not, pickup if not for this one, if not for the PVM. Oh, the PVM. That's right. That's true. That, that's true. It's true. Very you know, true. And and again, I iterated on the last podcast that if you have a very nice or decent, even mid-tier CRT that can do, if it's a larger one, that can even do S-Video, you probably don't need a PVM. No. But because of what it means to, like, what PVMs mean to kind of this industry and how, and how you know, how kind of sought after they are, right, and and the clarity of the image that comes from them, it's kind of a, almost not something like you've never seen before. I wasn't seeking it out, but to be able to get a 19-inch Sony PVM for 50 bucks... I don't, hey. I, don't, I don't. I don't know if that'll ever happen again. You know, no. and it caused me to go out and actually find a uh, a, a TV stand, a corner uh, corner TV stand, which I totally revamped. I sanded. You helped me sand it with your mouse sander, 
and painted it up. We'll put a picture in here of uh, of the new setup that we've got. One of the one of the eight gaming setups we have in this room. <laughs> the gaming setup has a gaming setup. Yeah, um, but I finally was able to get a nice platform for that PVM and to be able to do it's all noise all of those all of those games on it. Like I said, I was playing a stall in that thing, and it's just. It's just a thing of beauty, you know? I love it so much. Um, so, yeah, I would have to say very good call on the ride in Trad because it is a very special game to I me. I forgot about I was just, I was, I was, I wasn't thinking of uh, that. I was just thinking of the games. That's but, what. Uh, but yeah, the PVM, I understand. PVM has got to be, it has to be the top of the line. I'm on top. <laughs> Sal, what is your favorite gaming pickup of the year? And if you have it in front of you, you can, you can pick it up. Or below you. Or show it to them. Yeah. Um, Think about think about your year of gaming. You have really Just don't st- think too hard. You have really started to develop a retro gaming collection, and so much so that that daddy needs to help oh, get a uh, a shelf for you to start putting your stuff on. Oh boy, here we, we got go. a bag of tricks here go. down here. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Here we so go. Favorite here gaming pickup of the year. So, you guys remember on the last podcast what I asked yes. for Christmas is Mutant League football. <laughs> I got it from Santa Claus. <laughs> Whoa! Mutant League football. How awesome is that? It's amazing. Now why? Now why is it that that is your favorite gaming pickup? What is it? What is it? Because it's kind it's of football, and I like football, and <laughs> and it's not a common thing to see. Yes. Out. And now where did you even find out about me? He saw it. He saw it in the shelf. Remember the gaming case when we were at the show. When the guy swore at you. Him? But wait, you just you just saw the cover, so you didn't really know. Yeah, much, I saw the really cover. I didn't know much it. about he it. But he didn't I know saw that it. it was based off the Madden engine, which is phenomenal and mm-hmm. easy to get into and play. And but he he loves the idea. And I mean, he's been playing House of the Dead, and he loves the idea of Makes he loves sense. he Makes loves sense. Fo- he loves football and he loves zombies. And so you didn't right. think, you didn't think uh, like brutal sports football would have been better. No, or, or pigskin football. Nope, not at all. Didn't even cross my mind. <laughs> And, I, and again, I think that that is this is a special game where they've not really done that before. Like again, I, I know they just made Mutant League Football recently yeah, for the new systems, but I think that's a newer style game. It's like Football Mutant League or something like that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they just like rearrange the words. There was one of the yeah, players Football Pussycat? Mutant League or something like that. There was one of the players Pussycat Pussy no. Pussyfoot. No, no, no. I hope so. Who is it? No, Featherfoot. <laughs> yeah, deaf. The, the deaf blinders is what one is of the, is one of the teams. As it says, what's his name? There's the slicer. There's Bones Jackson. <laughs> it's like, like Bo Jackson, like Bo Jackson, but Bones Jackson. Oh yeah, there's a bunch of them named like that, right? Yep. Spew puke. No, they were they with the person. He had like that in his name. I don't remember. I don't remember what his name was. We'll have to plug we'll, it in. We'll figure and, it out and later. Find out. On the next but, episode. And it's a it's a great box art. It's just it's a unique game and you The know, Glory I, goes to the Gory. I think uh I think this is a solid uh a solid game to I don't even think I've ever I don't think I've ever mm, we we, wait, need to, we need to plug it in. You need to check it out. Maybe I played I think I maybe rented it way back. I rented it when I was a kid. I think I did too. I don't think my mom would have let me buy it, but I was able to rent it at least. You weren't able to buy it. Yeah. Why? I'm saying I don't know if my mom would have let me buy the game, but maybe I was able to at least rent it. Cool. What else <laughs> do you want me to show? We're gonna show the rest of our pickups, but I want Uncle Trenton to uh, to to fire off his favorite gaming pickup of the year. Unless you know what, we can start with you with your pickups, your recent pickups, and if one of your favorite pickups it is yeah is in that, then you can do it at the end, and then we'll just kind of run it back. You tell me that because I could have just done that. What? <laughs> Uncle Trenton is the last person to talk about his favorite games of the year, favorite favorite gaming related pickup of the year. Oh. 
So we'll do that one last. Yeah, do that one last of yeah, the, yeah, of your yeah, recent yeah. pickups okay. is what I mean. So so uh, so, yes. so we'll, we'll kind of cap the show off with uh, some pickups. Yeah, we'll cap the show off with some pickups. Why not? And then we'll talk. We'll you know we'll maybe uh, just tie it up at the end here. Yeah, kind of. We'll kind of zoom through these. Um. Hmm. Okay. So. So a couple years ago, I got the Atari Lynx. I was gifted an mm. Atari Lynx. Mm-hmm. So I haven't got too many games for it. At Syracuse, that was like the only stuff I got was two games. Can I make for a comment? It. Yeah. Just like the Jaguar, which I initially was very harsh on. There's get out of here. There's better. It's it's a better system than people think it is because they don't really know much. Most people don't know much about the Lynx. There are oh the Lynx. Yes. Oh yes. It's a better system oh. than people give it credit for. I think. Yeah, there's like, it seems like a, most of the games are are good, hmm. you know, and like Ninja, Ga- Ninja Gaiden. So. Yeah, no, I'm just in general like all the, the all of the I don't know, thirteen games I have like you, all of them are solid, them, you yeah. know. Yeah, um, this one's a little harder to come across. Is uh, Batman Returns? Oh, I didn't the, know about this one for the Atari Lynx. Yeah, it's a beat 'em up. It's a it's no, it's just a side scroller. Um, it's hard. I don't know if it's the controls. I, a lot of people just say just the way they they program the game. It's just it's it's brutal. You get there's like no forgiveness in it, uh-huh. even on like the first level. What does it look it's, like? It's like the graph graphic wise. It's like it's it's really good, very detailed. Oh, it's actually it's you know, the characters are pretty big. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like graphic wise, it looks amazing. You know, for 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 the links. For, uh, yeah, but just Can't yeah, the, the gameplay is kind of. Kind of brutal. I, I got a cheat. I think it was like twenty bucks or something like that. Okay, but it's like harder. To, if this one's like harder to come across, like you know, complete with everything, mm-hmm. you know. But someone had it up for a good price, so I grabbed. This was like like a couple months ago, but I just I, I just never mentioned it. But I I've gotten past the first level once. Oh wow! <laughs> it's like you have to just. Is like, there any cheats where you? You can literally, kinda... it's it's like it's unfortunate because like you literally just have to avoid. They like all these characters like throw bombs at you. You just have, you just literally have to just try to avoid, just run all the way to the end. But then like there's like a timer that goes off, and like the build there's like a building you you run by, and it blows up every time. And like if you're near it, you just die instantly, and then that's it. So it's, I I can't figure out how to beat it. Have you watched it blows the up? No, I haven't. But I I haven't played it in so long. So, but that's uh I guess that's my first uh eh, first pick. What do you got over there for you? Um, yeah, I'll just do this one. This one, I actually had the... I picked just, up just the, run, Just run through them. I picked up the uh, the case and the manual for Dynamite Duke. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a game. No, I mean, it's... It's, it's, it's supposed to be pretty solid. It, I is, even, it is. I haven't even tried it yet, but I got the game and... I think it's the sequel to Gangster Town on the Master System. Oh, is it? I think so. Oh, yeah, so it's like a... One, one of those. There's a shooter on the Master oh. System. It's got the same mechanic. Uh, it's like a, mechanic. if you've... Like Cabal... I guess you would say it, yep. it kind of plays like Cabal, if, if you're familiar you with that. You see, like, the wireframe of your character, and there's... It's like a, an arcade shooter. Almost like Operation Wolf, in a way. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's supposed to be pretty solid. I've had this cart for forever, and I picked up the case on eBay. Case and manual look really good. About, like, a month ago for, like, 10 bucks or the, something the like that. The cover art is priceless, though, because that's one of those, Yeah, like, just that, like, random dude. What's that Super <laughs> Nintendo game with the guy with, like, the banjo on the front, and it's, like, a oh, shooter? Phalanx or whatever? Yeah, or something. Phalanx. P-H-A-L. Phalanx? Yeah, something like that, yeah. And, yeah, it's just, like, that doesn't has nothing to do with well, I mean, the game. This, well, this, I mean, this does, though. No, but he's, like, the, the facial expression <laughs> that he's giving is, like, somebody just pooped in his cereal. <laughs> Yeah, so Dynamite Duque. Yeah. Nice, solid pickup. Listen, uh, any any Genesis game that you can get in the in the in the grid pattern, that early Genesis look. Yeah, 
is great, but it's an actual like picture. Yeah. You know, like you don't see a whole lot of that. Um. Oh, they recently picked up the case and the manual for Virtual Racing. Virtual Racing. That was that was a, that was another cheap cheap case and manual too. Yeah, that's, that's what like that's what like a lot of I'll it's check, actually pr- a pretty good game. I mean, for all intents and purposes, I'll check like once a day. I'll just type in on eBay. I'll go Sega Genesis manual only, and then I just look up the new listings. Yep, and then I just see like what cases or manuals are just yeah. up. I, I never really get much, but it, like this was like twelve dollars. So to, yeah. it, to to complete my copy, you know, I've got like and it's a game that's gone up a little bit. I've got like twenty like loose games left that I want to get like cases for. Tell me about you know? it. So <laughs> I'm always on the always, always on trying the to get rid of that. Yeah, I'm always on the lookout for something. The day we don't have any more loose games is the day that I... That might be the end of it. Yeah. (laughs) It's like, what is left? (laughs) Uh, And actually, I guess these three I kind of picked up at once. So I've had so much video game accessories, games that I just couldn't get rid of for the the longest time. Uh, So I actually went to a a local store called uh, Game Exchange. And I just brought, like, everything I had that they would take um, because they actually had... The disc for this game, which is Wii Sports Club on the Wii U, uh, I've had the case in the manual for a few months. Mm-hmm. I got it at Goodwill. They gave it to me for two bucks because it didn't have the game, um, and they had the disc there. But the disc was like sixty bucks, and I just didn't really want to spend sixty dollars on the disc. So I traded in a bunch of stuff. I got like a hundred dollars in credit. It was just like loose garbage. Yeah, just hmm. I, I, when I say garbage, I mean nothing that's not necessarily well, bad, it, but it, it kind just of odds and odds and ends. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I had like well to get a hundred dollars worth of credit. Like, yeah, you well, gotta, I had, well, I had worth um, something. I had a uh, yeah, I had like Hydro Thunder for sixty four. Yeah, that I was never gonna play, which is worth the, a lot, but yeah. yet it's not the best version. It's, yeah, it's it's bad because I yeah, I think you got me the Dreamcast version, so uh, I trade. I had that like the Guitar Hero guitars for like three sixty. Oh, yeah. I got like twenty four dollars each for those, so I had two of those. You know, because they sell them for like 50, 60 bucks. So I grabbed that. I got double dribble in in the in the box, which a little beat up, but it was only five bucks. And then I went back there. I mean, double dribble was was the premier basketball <laughs> game for like I don't know how many years until NBA Jam and NBA Live came out. Oh yeah, I used to do it for five bucks. Why not? You know. Even though it's a little beat up, but I need a Nintendo it, game for five dollars in the box. Yeah, it's not a game I was looking for, but I was like, oh, five bucks, I'm gonna take it. Mm-hmm. And then I, I think I went back like a week later and traded in just a couple more things to be able to get this. So it was a uh, Landstalker for the uh, the Sega Genesis, and it is complete. With uh, the awesome Manuel. first party game. I remember watching Pat Musin play this on uh, his little 13 inch TV. Pat Musin had it, huh? Mm-hmm. Pat wow. had a, a lot. He had he had Light Crusader. Uh, that's like a that's like a he deep had Landstalker. That's like a deep cut, like Landstalker. For he got his to have. he got his Sega around the time you did, and he he got some really choice games. He Super Street Fighter too. Remember okay. I talked about rubbing the the screen when Cammy was on there. <laughs> yeah. Um, he got Light Crusader. He had that. I mean, he had a, a he had Samurai Showdown. Wow. So he had a lot of really good games on his Genesis. That's surprising that he would have those kind of games. Yeah, I mean, well, Pat and I for a while we were playing RPGs together, like every time I went over. Huh. That's funny. Yeah, <laughs> just one picture. I just can't picture him like playing like Landstalker. Uh, Musin was in it, man. He was he was he was in it to win it, man. He had he he had a uh, you know a good um, a good selection and um, a good video game acumen, Ooh. so to speak. Okay. Yeah, man. So that those are some real solid pickups. And actually, they, all those were towards the end of the year, like in the past. Yeah. Except for Batman Returns was earlier, but those were like in the past like month or two. Yeah. 
And that's, I mean, I haven't got much else besides that, like odds and ends, just like cases and stuff. I haven't got like too many. Right. Besides the game shows, I haven't. Right. I haven't really like splurged on anything, you know. I'll run so through now, this. So uh, now you're up. I'll run through this pretty now quickly. Now you're up, fat boy. Yeah, so uh, <laughs> a nice a nice gift from Trenton. And, um, you know, I'll say, guys, 2022, um, retro gaming is alive and well. I mean, I don't care if you're talking about... <laughs> He's alive. I don't care if you're talking about modern games made with a retro style or games actually programmed for a lot of those old systems. But it just seems like there is not a month that goes by where there's a bunch of new stuff that comes out or, you know, uh, new uh, voice patch patches for old games where they only came out in Japan and now they're available or there's new games based on old, old games that are coming out for these old systems. It's just like retro gaming is as much as people have, have worried, been worried or doubted that maybe this, you know, maybe this is going to slow down. It really hasn't. And maybe even the pandemic has caused people to delve a little bit further into these hobbies where they have a, a, you know, a technical knowledge of some of these systems or the games. And, you know, we're seeing a lot of this stuff. So you were uh, kind enough to get me this game for, you know, Dreamcast is one of my favorites. And um, I love beat-em-ups. And this game we got to play uh, over the holidays, which was awesome. Talk about multiplayer gaming. And that's a Demolish Fist. Demolish Fist. For the Sega Genesis. I don't know if this is a newer game or not. But it is great. It is a two-player uh, co-op beat-em-up game. Doesn't have a lot of the frills of what you would expect from a polished um, first or you know first-party release from back then. But it's got it where it counts. It's got that oomph, that sound when you're hitting. It's got good control, and um, it, it just play. It just plays very well. It looks. It looks very Dreamcasty. It does. And. Um, I had a great time with it until it crashed, but you know oh, yeah, that, yeah. that can happen with the programming of these games. You know, you don't have a million playtesters. Yeah, this can happen. It's 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 just so the, just the way you gotta like just the way you gotta get the game going. It comes with like this little note card where you gotta you gotta change all these settings just to mm-hmm. to get it booted. But yeah, I I don't remember. It, it it's a repro Sammy. game. It says Sammy, so this must have been a game that was getting created for the Dreamcast back then, mm. but maybe wasn't finished or wasn't complete. You know, the bugs weren't completed out of it. But whoever was able to do this, you know, it's a great game, and I don't think you paid too much for it. Mm. But uh, it was so I found out about it through uh, what's uh, his name, Radical Reggie. Okay, he had mentioned that specific game, and I was like, oh wow, that looks like a pretty solid game. And, it, and I uh, was having a ball playing it with uh, you. It was a lot I of fun. It's got unlimited continues, which is great. Yeah, so you can just you can roll through it. I can't remember the company that or Thomas Wave. Is that the company? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. They have like a whole site of all. I don't know if it was more. I think it was pretty much all Dreamcast games because I think the when I got the when I got it in the mail the the name said like Nights into Dreamcast or something like oh, that. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, but it's uh, it's a great game and it works on your you know model zero or model one uh, Dreamcast just fine. You just have to plug in. I mean, there are a couple of menus you got to go through to get it loaded up, but it worked just fine. It plays with the VGA box, so I've got my VGA to HDMI uh, Gecko device, and it looks great. I mean, you saw it on the screen; it looked great, right? Oh yeah. Um, so ch- check out Demolish Fist if you guys are looking for a new game. You like beat 'em ups? Check out uh, Demolish Fist. Uh, this is one here that is a newer game, but it kind of relates to something that's Dreamcast related. Um, I love, you know, I love old first-person shooters, simple single-player experiences, 
And, um, you know, one of the games that was very innovative uh, off of the Quake engine, uh, and you know, you guys know we've talked about Quake on this show um, and some of the conversions there, but one of the games that came from that was Half-Life, and Half-Life was supposed to come out on the Dreamcast. Everybody knows the famous, you know, it was uh, basically done and it wasn't released. It got it got shelved right at the end, and uh, we got a PlayStation 2 version of it. And uh, this is the follow-up on PlayStation 3. This is Half-Life 2, and it comes with a game called Portal, which is, you know, well-renowned, a puzzle game that came out later on. But uh, Half-Life 2 for the PlayStation 3, um, I haven't played Half-Life 1 yet, which is one that I would like to fix. I'd like to get that. But um, my brother Tony said, um, I don't need to play Half-Life 1 to play Half-Life 2. He said, go ahead and play Half-Life 2. You'll have just as much fun. As if you know what happens in Half-Life 1. So uh, I'm excited to delve into that a, a little bit. Um, I, I, another genre where I'm not particularly great at it, but I, I like if you put me in a multiplayer map in Call of Duty, I'm going to get demolished. <laughs> yeah, most people will if they don't play it but for a, that one. But a single-player experience like a Doom or a Quake or uh, you know something like this, I, uh, I'm down for it. And this comes with the two, ex- the two expansions uh, there. I own this game before, but now I have the case in the manual, which 64, you always want to see if you can do that, and that is a game we ta- we just talked about, and that's The World Is Not Enough. So we are clicking and clacking with first-person Bond goodness here. And the one this thing I... The one thing... 007. One thing I love about this is it has the Blockbuster Video sales, sale t- sticker on the back. Which, oh, it does? Yeah, which everybody always loves. Nice. Which I don't even know if I want to remove. I almost want to just keep it there. So if it's a paper sticker, it is. It those are they're almost impossible to get it. If I'm just gonna keep it. If it had like the stickers that had the laminate on it, it's not in a place that is actually obtrusive. It's not like taking up part of like the explanation of what you're playing. I mean, you could try like with the blow the dryer and, and heat it up a little bit and try to take it off. And if it starts to rip, then just leave it. Yeah, so that's that's one I'm excited to get to delve into. Just from the early parts of me playing it, it feels this is blasphemy. Just like your Super Street Fighter 2 comment. It feels a little bit better than 007 to me. Oh, we'll, we'll delve into that at a, but at a future date. We'll, we'll talk about it. Well, I, I haven't gone back to 007 in a while, so we'll play both and uh, do a little face-off. Just just breeze through those ones real quick. Just, you breeze just, through these? Yeah, just because you got them. All right. You don't, have to, you don't just we'll say you got them. <laughs> <laughs> so um, a gift from um, uh, the manly manager, Ryan Brown. Mr. Brown. Um, Breath of Breath of Fire for the Super Nintendo, which is one that I've wanted. I again, Super Nintendo games. You know, it's hard for me to mm-hmm. find one that I'm really looking forward to. But Breath of Fire is one of them. I played Breath of Fire four on uh, on the PlayStation one when I was a kid. Oh. Didn't know what I was doing. I really wasn't into into RPGs. I just thought it looked really cool, and uh, got nowhere in it. But loved the two D three quarter perspective of the graphics. And um, this is kind of similar. This is the the place it all started in a highly regarded game. I need to find a manual for it, what but Breath of Fire. It's yeah, an, it's yeah, an see, RPG. I I, yeah, I know nothing. I just know of it. I don't know anything it's about. it. It's got really good box art. Square. Yeah, it does. Yeah, Squaresoft. So yeah, it's got to be solid. And then a couple of movies. So a couple of video game related things. One, not so much. This is just more of an '80s uh, campy horror game that my um, my uncle showed me when I was a kid. A great game to play if you're into retro games and you want to get the flair of what a kid in 1988, 
1987 would want to be watching after finishing The Legend of Zelda. Uh, maybe not a kid, maybe a teenager. But uh, this campy just romp, which is so awesome. It's Deep so star. bad, it's good. And, uh, Deep Star 6. And it's Deep Star 6. Um, it already looks horrible. Is this a... Is this a <laughs> it already looks horrible. Is this Orion? It, sounds like, it seems like an Orion type game. Or a uh, movie. Uh, it's not. Studio Canal. But uh, yeah, check it out. It's about a uh, evil crustacean underwater attacking a, uh, a base underwater. Not all aliens are in outer space. No. This is this is, <laughs> this is fun. It kind of looks like um, Fallout. Mid-80s game. When you're under... Um, yeah. Is it Fallout 3? Yeah, when you're under... When you're in like that With the submarine. Lurks? With the yeah. Mark Lurks? With like the crab creatures. Yeah. Grab people, grab people. And then uh, the inspiration sort of for Duke Nukem... Uh, in a way, is uh, this this movie here. So yeah, so Duke Nukem, sort of the inspiration, I think, that comes from that. And, and the first line of Duke Nukem 3D um, comes from this character in this movie, and that is uh, starring uh, Rowdy Roddy Piper, and that is John Carpenter's mm-hmm. They Live. Which I, I have known nothing about this movie. Is other, it hidden? It's got well, aliens. Other than the gem. fact that it's it's got Rowdy Roddy Piper, and he's got the glasses that look like... Uh, Duke Nukem on the back here. Yeah, that's all you need to know. And a gun. And uh, I'm excited to check this movie out. It's good, man. Yeah. Not just like, Has like, camp, like ironic good. It's actually like a really good movie. What is he going after in the movie? So it's like, it's like there's people under mind control and they hit those, his glasses. So they just look like regular people. But when he puts the glasses on, he can see they're like alien, like skeleton, like aliens. Oh. And it's, yeah, they're like trying to like control everyone. Yeah. So it's basically the thing, but remade for aliens and glasses. <laughs> so totally different, yes. <laughs> well, that's the, the plot of the thing is that there's infected people that you don't know which ones are the infected yeah. ones. Oh, infected. Well, yeah, it's 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 great. Yeah. So it's a movie about infected people. That makes sense. Yeah, it does actually. Sal likes movies and games <laughs> about infected people. Yeah, so. when they turn into zombies. That's right. Zombies. It's zombies is uh, zombies are as popular in 2022 as they are in. 1996 <laughs> and 1997. Go figure. Mm. So, Sal, share with us, um, you know, the the two big pickups that you'd like to retro gaming and uh, inspired pickups that you've got there. So, and watch your head. Uh, Go so, figure. The first one. We have House of the Dead, the Japanese version, right? Mm-hmm. So I wanted to get the American version. So we wouldn't have to worry about the. Fiddle faddle of getting it set up and all the nonsense that comes with playing a Japanese game on an American system. Correct. And you know how I got this from Santa Claus? I got this from Santa Claus. <laughs> Santa knows what you want, buddy. House of the Dead Two. Yep. The sequel. If you guys follow us on Instagram, you already know that this was these were the two games that he was really looking forward to. So we're glad Santa was able to come in clutch because they don't make these anymore so he was able to track them down which is really really cool had to, boot, had to boot up his CD burner yeah just grab the main part Sal <laughs> so uh, this go is, ahead so this is almost kind of finished Mommy's 64 collection uh huh almost yeah. but uh-huh. Mommy just needs okay. fire red fire red yeah. Mommy needs fire red mm-hmm. but I got the Pikachu edition 64 bum, bum, put it up bum, put it up bum, so they can see it around. Yeah. In all its glory. Look at that. 
Yep, another uh, compliments of uh, of um, our good buddy, uh, the manly manager Ryan Brown, helping with us. The you can press this, pack. and, it, yep, and his cheeks light up. You gotta like plug it in to, yeah. <laughs> to see it. Yeah, that's the next thing we're gonna have to do. We're, you're big on the on the Sega stuff, but the 64 would be something. Now that you know how to work an analog stick. Get you on the 64 games. Got something to hold you. Yep. Good day. Now I kind of want Body Harvest to play this with. <laughs> Body Harvest is a game we tried at the end of the year, and uh, pretty good. It's 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 less arcadey than I thought it was going to be. Thank you, Sal. Thanks for sharing that. Are you are you popping off the, the cast? You're welcome. All right. You have a great night, sir. So we only got a few minutes left That's anyway. That's it. We're wrapping this puppy up. <laughs> oh, do you want me to stay? I can stay. You can stay if this you want. Breath of Fire feels so heavy. Is there like four batteries in the game or something? <laughs> it just feels like heavy for us. It might be the ba extra battery. <laughs> I don't know. There's no Super FX chip or anything like that in there, so I don't know. Doesn't it just feel... Did, I don't know. Did you notice that? It just feels really heavy. Yeah. And there's no manual in here. No, there's no manual. Huh. There's extra, I don't know if there's anything extra in there. I have to open it up. But uh, the plastic, there's the plastic shell that's covering and no, that's you know, protecting it. it but. That's, no, that's not it. All right. It just feels heavy. All right. So as we sort of wrap up this podcast, guys, and thanks for joining us. If you're new to the podcast, please eh, uh, uh, please, eh, please, subscribe. Eh, I'm not, we're not done. We're not, we're not finishing. Oh. That's what you usually do at the last second. No, no, no. I'm just saying if you're if you're new here, subscribe and and uh, hit the bell so you can get notifications of when these podcasts release. Do people still ring the bell? Do they do that? They still ring the bell. Well, you want to get notifications when kids, kids still. Do we're that? not we're not we're not posting every day, mm -hmm. so it's good to know when a new podcast drops. That way, it's gonna it's gonna smack you in the in the virtual mm -hmm. face when uh, when you see it. <laughs> um, but we also are on all the podcasting services. So if you can't catch catch the full fat version on YouTube. You can get us on uh, on, the, on on the podcast services. We love it when you guys come to YouTube, but uh, we love but, it when you call. But either way that you guys are listening and sharing, sharing <laughs> with a friend is always something that we want you to to uh, to do because uh, we think there's a lot of people that are interested in this stuff. Trying and, to click up, and that's, that's it. This whole podcast is about clicking up and and wallowing in the mud a little bit. Yeah. Multi However, multi tapping, as they say. So uh, as we as we head to the end of this podcast here, I do want to talk a little bit about the end of the year and just. Some of the experiences we were able to have, um, you know, we talk about, you know, gaming is, is kind of a social thing. And really, when I say social, I don't mean you're playing with somebody in Indiana and somebody else in Washington. I mean, I mean, getting into a room and actually playing video games with one another. And that was the theme of our sitting down of our Christmas break and New Year's was actually. Actually, you remember that other time when uh when Nomad Steve and, and Ryan were here? Yeah, <laughs> I think you had the P or you had a. Or he brought his TV and we were playing Shinobi on the on the Shinobi floor over there. on a on a thirteen inch <laughs> we were laying microwave on, laying on the floor playing Shinobi yeah just like even just that even just sitting together on the floor playing a video game on a you know a, a composite with the TV CRT, on the floor too with the TV on the floor um, really kicking it old school <laughs> we really were so to speak but um, just you know having the experiences like Dungeon Explorer um, playing Mario Kart sixty four together. Right, and just having battles back and forth with one another and that. And then, you know, the, the big one of the year for me was being able to set up a seven-player Bomberman contest. It's never been done! And just bringing together um, older people like ourselves, relatively, young people in gaming, uh, this little guy, my brother-in-law who's much younger than me, his girlfriend, his best friend, and having everybody have a complete blast. I'm like, what's a bomber man? Yeah, they didn't even know what bomber man is. And just if you could record 
just the commentary of just us yelling back and forth to one another. Like, damn it, I killed myself. <laughs> you know? Like, why does Trenton keep winning? I think you lost one round. And that was because I accidentally killed because myself. Because you accidentally killed yourself, which happens. I went 5-0. and oh. I think it was first to five. First to five, and then we did a first to three, and you, oh, yeah, won, and you won that one too. But, um, you know, gaming is about coming together and sharing these experiences, and, and, and that's the thing that I really enjoy delving into is having these shared experiences with each other. And and that's kind of what I, what I take with me when it comes to retro gaming. All this stuff is great, and it's fun to play single-player stuff, but it's even better, I think, when you can come together and, and just make it fun. And there's a lot of ways to have those experiences on some of these old consoles. I know that Saturn Bomberman might not be the one that you want to go for, but I'm sure Super Nintendo has you know options to play four-player on some of those Bomberman games. Yeah, I think it's only Super Bomberman they mean. But it does have the multi-tap, multi-tap functionality, yeah, 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 yeah. so you can play. You do four-player. Um, uh, did we play the NBA Jam four-player during the year? Yeah. Well, we did during On the, the Jaguar, year. but that's yeah. another one. Like four-player NBA Jam is, you know, that's that's an iconic game. That's a that's a top ten game for me. And even though they're not. I mean, they're rooted in retro on the Switch. Was like Mario Golf and Mario Party. Oh, we were playing. Yep, we were playing we played Mar- a lot of Mario Golf. Mario Party, <laughs> Mario. But those, there's Mario Golf and Mario I Party on, Mario on, Party. The on the 64. So those new games are based on a lot of the stuff that came before. So even if it is a Switch or a PlayStation or whatever, mm-hmm. having some of those those experiences are, are what make the the holidays really fun. And it's like I almost had a really hard time going back to work. I was like, I, I just want to be here. <laughs> Sitting on my new beanbag chair, <laughs> drinking a glass of wine, on my beanbag chair, yelling at all the people that I love, um, you know, with the with the gaming experiences we were having, and it was just I don't know, it was just a lot of fun. And and so if you guys have the opportunity to do that, make it a more regular thing. I want to make it a more regular thing throughout the year to spend more time, um, you know, with friends and family and, and and have those experiences. And I think that's what makes for me a lot of the retro gaming stuff really special. On top of the single player stuff that you can do. I love it. Any final comments for Bomber your man, Bomber man. You, you are, you are a Bomber man pro. <laughs> I don't know why. Or I don't know. Your brain thinks in group Bomberman. patterns. So I don't think I've ever... I mean, I've like, played Bomberman before, but never. I don't think I've ever booted it up on the Saturn. In the land of the blind, <laughs> the, man the man with, with one, one eye, eye is king. king yeah. if, if you want to put it that way. <laughs> what are you saying? <laughs> nice. Any any final comments on the year or the holidays or no twenty twenty two at large or what your no. what your hopes are for our podcast oh, for, for next year for next year gotta, coming up the main thing is to we gotta we get we just gotta hopefully hopefully try and just bust out some more episodes mm-hmm. which I, I think we should I think we can I don't yeah. see why not I would shoot for what do you what is your goal twelve I think I think that's very possible twelve. Mm-hmm. And then I would like to get over 100 subscribers. <laughs> We're like, <laughs> it's like one every like three months. But I, it, I gotta, I gotta promote the promote the show more. You didn't get, talk, the, get you, the clips. You didn't and, talk about your your gaming pickup of the year. I, I understand that. Okay. We're getting there. <laughs> I, I just remember. I just remember that. I'm like, wait a minute. We didn't talk about your favorite gaming pickup of the year. Well, that's, that's why I was like, when you were doing that, I was like, eh, 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 yeah, eh, no, no, no. You know, <laughs> I've been told that you should, you should. You know, plug your show in the middle of your show as your as, as the show is going on. At least for my business, people have said like if you're going to do podcasting for your business, you should remind people throughout the show. I, I don't do really that a they're watching that, your show to to subscribe. Well, you know, but I yeah. 
I mean, I understand. I don't really that. care. I do this because I love it. No, so I, I don't really care. I'm not saying. I'm not saying but, in the show. I'm saying outside of the show. Right, 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 right. Like on online, you know, mm-hmm. like posting this stuff on my TikTok or well, the the post, Instagram. And I mean, post, how many posting more? I you think made a couple TikTok videos that or posts that got over well, a thousand views, right? Well, that was many, many thousands. That's because of the uh, the final pickup. Many thousands. The final pickup of the year. Well, how many? How many? Th- well, Actually, I don't know many. Okay. It was probably it's, it was probably only like a thousand. Right, well, whatever, it's fine. Don't worry about it. Yeah, it, it may have been a few. my my goal is just to bring this podcast to more people. I, I I feel like there's a lot more people that would want to just have this as a part of their day and and well, yeah, it's remember it. remember those good times. And so that's why I'm asking you guys, like, if you know people who like this type of content, please share it with them because. I just want to have a community of people that I, I can just um, kind of create a relationship with and 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 get their perspective because the only time that I am ever ever able to enjoy this stuff with other people that I don't know is when I go to a, a retro show, yeah. you know, or you stop into a video game store and you meet somebody and like you remember like oh you talk start talking about mm-hmm. old video games and you have a good time with that but then that moment is sort of fleeting mm-hmm. so you know that's what we're trying to create here and and just again like I said just enjoy that those experiences of a time when it was simpler and all of these games were just easy to get into and simple and the experiences we had and, and just to have fun with it. Right. You know, this is, this is what it's all about. So that's my goal with, with kind of, uh, you know, trying to, trying to get this show a little bit, um, you know, progressed a little further in terms of the community. My I thought goal. I thought I thought you left the show earlier. Yeah, I thought oh. you were leaving. No, that's my goal for you to not. What's leave. your goal, Sal? <laughs> my goal. Start playing some more retro games. You can't say I have a goal well, and then not know what it is. Well, I think my goal is maybe to be House of the Dead too. <laughs> okay, it's a solid goal. Yeah, <laughs> because I've only gotten up to the magician and then I die. It's a, it's a tough game. I have no more continues, and I just die to the magician. I think you can get more continues if you play and you save it, but I have to check the American version because I haven't played that one in years. Medical. <laughs> you do the American. Uh, all right, Trent, bring us home. All right, so this is how we end the podcast, not with a purr, <laughs> but with a growl. Ooh. <laughs> and that, that is tempting. Is, that is very tempting. It might, it probably won't ever be topped. I mean, what is left? Hallelujah. You praise, know? praise the Lord. <laughs> no, I'm serious. What, what is left What is left to top uh, this? I don't think there's anything else, really, you know? And and again, you know, it's good to know good people in the gaming scene because, oh, you I know, know there's a shout out that goes to uh, to the manly manager, Ryan Brown, because he's such a... An, what can Brown do for you? Well, he's just an awesome person, first of all. If you guys haven't, you know, you've probably you've seen Ryan on the show, but go down to Retro Games Plus and go see Ryan and just a selfless guy who wants to help, who wants people to, to, to have a good time and enjoy their retro experiences. Um, and... You know he's very thoughtful, and I'm sure that there could have been anybody that he 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 suggested to get this item. But Trenton is such a fan of this system, and he knew and he and he knew that it would be very special for him. And so a huge shout out goes to goes to Ryan for helping us make this happen. Um, and so I'm just we're just very thankful to Ryan for for this final pickup for uh, helping to facilitate it. And that, my friends, is the Atari Jaguar. CD Holy Grail Holy Grail attachment I, for Super Duper Holy Grail <laughs> for your Atari Jaguar. Yeah. 
Uh, this, there's uh, one in every state, and that's it. <laughs> yeah, that's a really cool-looking system. Uh, it is. Yes. <laughs> Too bad it wasn't. Stop there. Stop yeah. there with that statement. Yeah. That's it. Just cuts off right there. <laughs> that's a cool-looking system. And the box and the, all of the stuff. I mean, and I mean, basically brand box. new. Yeah. I mean, yeah, we opened it up. We posted it on our Instagram. Check it, check it out on the Instagram. Um, basically, allegedly, was never played. I mean, it looked like it. I mean, the, the system and everything was mint. I mean, the mist demo was never opened. It looks everything was mint inside of it. I said the outer box is, is is a little beat up, but that's fine. That doesn't even structurally, really matter. it's it's intact though. Yeah. So yeah, we we booted it up, and uh, the, we thought it might have not worked. <laughs> we got they booted up, and then it was just like the screen was all black and red. Mm-hmm. And we're like, oh, I was like, oh no, this is twenty five years. It just had to wake <laughs> up. It just had to wake so up. So I think our the, our uh, connection on the back was just a little loose. Popped it in. Blue Lightning fired it up right away, and it's actually a solid, a, a, a it's pretty fun, fun game. Yeah, I mean maybe not when maybe in '95 it wasn't what you were expecting out of a, a Jaguar CD. Different but in, time, but different in 20, 22, 23, it's uh, it's a gem. So now uh, I need to get all 12, 13 games for it, which is more attainable than the system almost. What do you think? Yeah. About oh it? yeah, for sure. And it's funny because like there's what there's like ten games on the on the back of the box and like only half of them actually came out. Yeah, <laughs> I mean sometimes it happens with the marketing for a system. But you like know, yeah, there's ten games there. of, of Eternal of, Champions never came out on the Saturn. <laughs> yeah, like of these, like Brett Hull's Hockey never came out. Robinson's Requiem, nope. Creature Shock, Demolition Man, Black Ice, and Jack Nicholas. Although Cyberdome. even though there's there's uh, technically a short list of games that came out, there were a bunch that were in production, and there are repros of a lot of those games. Yeah, that you so can, that you can find. So what you had you had got was Soul Star. There's a boot cart or disc or something. You so need. yeah, there's a bypass cartridge that you need. How to, can you get that? Uh, my Atari has. Them I on, really on eBay. I really want to check out Soul. I mean, you know, Soul Star is one of my favorites. I don't even have it. <laughs> But you got two versions of it now, and I want to check out this Jaguar version. Yeah, uh, my Atari sells the bypass cartridge. It's like forty bucks. Okay, that's yeah. not bad. Yeah, definitely have to hook that up. Yeah. So uh, yeah, now. Uh, so how does it feel to be a, a Jaguar CD and Jaguar <laughs> owner now? It's like now it's it's possible now. Some right? things you never thought were possible, you know. <laughs> I was holding on to that thing since August. <laughs> it was hard. It was really painful. <laughs> uh, because I remember at, at the Syracuse show, the guy, one guy had one. I, I, I wasn't gonna buy it, but I mean, he was, was like, he's like, oh, twelve hundred. It's in the box. It's which is kind of right on. Yeah, no, it, it, it and is. And that's without tax. That's without shipping. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, you know. But you know, yeah, just one of those uh, things that you're like, yeah, maybe down the line, I'll maybe get one. It's definitely on the list of like. You know, when, when you think about limited quantity, it's up there with it's, like Panzer Dragoon Saga, like very limited, and it's a console. It's not like a game, so these things can be temperamental. And a lot of the the systems that came out for the Jaguar CD were faulty. It's probably one the, of it. Probably maybe like the most limited mainstream sort of company. Yeah, I was system. trying to think like like top three of like the least produced. They made twenty thousand. That's it. But they only do half one of those run. have to not work. Yeah, well, I'm you just know? yeah yeah yeah. Who knows? Yeah, they probably not. They could not even be anywhere. They just could have been destroyed. Like someone just yeah. was like it broke or they just it's just gone forever. So, but it's such a piece of history that it's just cool that you own it because it's just it's it's 
it's it's not even like a a natural resource. It's like something <laughs> that you have to. There's no, there's no there's none of it. It's like iridium or something. I don't know some crazy element that doesn't exist. You yeah. know, and and it's just it's a it's a once they're gone they're gone. I mean there's nothing you can do right. Yeah. But we also have somebody who can fix it if it something does happen. That Marcelo can you know he he lives and breathes the jaguars so he can he can do he can deal with those. I wonder how many he's worked on jaguars jaguar CDs. Oh jaguar CDs. I mean, quite a few, I think. I imagine because I see because like we're in, I'm in the, like the Jaguar groups or on Facebook or whatever, and every once in a while someone will be like, "Oh, just got my Jaguar CD back from Marcelo yeah. Yeah. running fine." So I bet everyone that's in the group are all the people that own yeah. all the Jaguar CDs. It was it was a, I really enjoyed being a part of that moment when you opened it up, and I thought it was really <laughs> special. You should put the video on here. It's well. It's it's on it's on Instagram. They can see it. You know. I don't know. Just you know, throw it on at the end. Throw it on. But um, it was just just an awesome moment, and I'm just really glad that you finally own it. And you know, I know that that system is so special to you. And as as it's sort of like that underdog system that everybody crapped on. And there's there's some good <laughs> well, experiences on there. Yeah. I don't. Well, I wouldn't necessarily say only the a CD, few. but <laughs> yeah, yeah, the Jaguar CD. Yeah. But um, nonetheless, it's a piece of gaming history that not many people get a chance to see, let alone play, and, you know, for it to be in that condition that you had it. I know, right? You know, it's uh It's just the fact surreal. that it's like they made the, it. was only 20000 That was then. So now, like, I guess if you put a ballpark figure, maybe half. I was going to say, like, 10000 Yeah. So it's got to be pretty pretty <laughs> limited, but who knows, man? Maybe the, I mean, I know that they've they've created games for it, right? They've created you, the like Jaguar newer? CD. Like, what do you mean? Like, people have made games for the Jaguar CD, Oh, right? oh, oh, yeah. Uh, newer uh Yeah, there's a few. Nothing like... Nothing huge. Like, kind of like basic style games. You know, nothing like really complex or anything. It's yeah. just like, you know, you're talking about the owner, who's going to buy a Jaguar CD. I mean, you, you're only going to sell, at mo- like, at most, like, a couple hundred copies, maybe. Where, like, the, I would think the your, the sell through would be a pretty high amount relative no, to the uh, amount of people who own it because they're all in they're all in it. No, but I'm saying, I mean, the Jaguars already limited, but those people that have it, you know, a couple hundred thousand is is like hardcore. Jaguar CD is, you know, a quarter of that. So, it, you know, yeah, I don't think anyone's, I don't think anyone's really made any of the stuff they have are just like remade games like like yeah. soul star was already a game or, or it's the stuff right. like they but that's even cool when they can re-release something yeah, like that like, or, or finally finish it because not even like like my um atari age and like telegames or whatever they'll yeah like a, my, atari age still puts out like new jaguar 60 the new jaguar games but they i don't think they've ever done like cd games really mm, mm. you know well, either way, I'm glad you own it, and uh, it's a special thing. You put it up there on the GameCube, on the gaming cube that you have, then... Uh, oh, yeah. In all its splendor. Go. I think the cart, the cartridge port on the back actually works better than the Jaguar itself, so... Yeah. yeah I don't know. It's it like just, I almost don't want to use it. <laughs> so did you take it out? Did you not plug it in? What? No, it's it's sitting on my, my system setup. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, I have it there. Oh, all right. Because I asked Marcelo, I was like, is it is it fine to like use the cartridge port? For continuously, yeah. like you know, like yeah. all the time, or should I like take only use it to play the CDs? Like, no, it's it's fine. Okay. Yeah. All right. I'm sure he can t- handle it if something yeah. happens. Cool, man. Well, it was. Um, I would have to say I really enjoyed 2022 in terms of gaming. All the experiences we were able to have, the pickups we were able to get. You got, you got. I, we were able to get that uh, modified uh, tube TV for you. CRT. The CRT with the re- with the RGB oh, re- directly in there, which the is scart. 
which looks crispy and um you know with our with our man our, our main man uh Johnny up in Enfield who does the uh the TV mods I'm very thankful to Johnny so Johnny if you're listening thank you thank you brother um but yeah hopefully you guys had a fantastic year and um continue to grow in retro gaming share this with with the people that you love and care about and what I mean when I say that I mean retro gaming and uh, and share the podcast with people that you know that would like this content uh subscribe if you're not already um we we'll look forward to we we'll look forward to uh, continued uh, episodes this year be, uh, remember that everything that's good in gaming or otherwise comes from our Lord and Savior above. Be safe, be happy, be healthy, and as always, keep it turbo.